Live from the Tottenham Hotspur... I mean the Toronto FC Marketing Department, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast! podcast land it is time once again for the soothing sounds of the vmp crew let our dulcet tones and spot-on analytics tickle your eardrums as we look back at last week's games get all worked up about hotshot tottenham hold our first ever caldwell arms accent competition and oh yeah look ahead to our tilt against current mls champs sporting kc but first our panel of pundits he's bought out an entire section at tomorrow night spurs match so excited is he about this friendly he is the managing editor of waking the red it's duncan fletcher Hello. Very excited. <laughs> he very prefers very... to call them congenials and has no strong feelings either way. It's the meme master and match reporter from the Yorkies, Mark Hinckley. Eh. Absolutely outraged that his boyhood club is in town and still completely opposed to the match is the managing editor of the Yorkies, it's Tony Walsh. Oi oi, Savaloi. And fed up with these obvious attempts to pander with these so-called friendlies and certainly not attending, I am a writer of words for Waking the Red and your host, Kristen Knowles. And now, on with the show. That makes your finger snap, crackle, pop, pop, fizz, fizz. We're known to give a show, plus handle our business. Stress, stress, we destroy. We're known to make noises, we original B-boys. In the flesh, created to the death. Last week was one of the last times this season that Toronto have to play more than one match. And starting off last week's pair was the usually entertaining challenge of our Western brethren, the Vancouver Whitecaps. Was it entertaining? Hell no. Did the horde of douchebags watching YouTube videos in our section have something to do with that? Maybe. However, they still played. Goals, goals were scored. Stuff happened. Highlight of the match. Gentlemen? Uh, well, there was that one dude who posted his first ever Instagram comment. I, I know, know, like, that how was, like, that has to be exciting. top of mind. Yes. Damn, I have to think of something else now. <laughs> um, as for the actual match itself, there's no particular moment that I'd say really stands out as a highlight. Um, I enjoyed Jackson a lot, though. He did a lot of good things. Nothing ever really quite came of it, except, you know, if the odd free kick and that penalty and everything. Um, but yeah, he was just out there making stuff happen. His all fancy little tricks, and he, uh, you know, that World Cup... Right back, Stephen Batershaw seemed to not know what to do with him. So, uh, well done, Jackson. Uh, for me, it was like Duncan a bit bereft of actual highlights. So, I'd have to say it was uh, the emergence of the Colleen Warner, Michael Bradley midfield duo. The tough guys in the middle partnership. Uh, you know, that could help us win some points down the road, possibly. Uh, if it turns out to be a long-term partnership. Yeah, Colleen has turned out to be quite a acquisition. Where's your Nakajima Messiah now? He came off the bench in the 80th minute this week. Ooh. Mm. Looking good, Bezvichenko. <laughs> nice. Marcus? Uh, my highlight of the match is that I simply survived it. Uh, before the match, I took a hell of a tumble, bruised rib, pinched over my back. You know, good fun. Why the hell I decided to climb up all those stairs to get to my seat? Should have went home, but hey, TFC. Yeah, whatever. I made it. Okay, I survived the damn thing. I can feel the passion. Well done, Matt. <laughs> well done. You are an example to us all. I just exactly. can't get enough. Mm. <laughs> I hear your heart sing. <laughs> well, I, I also had. Well, I just had actually Colin Warner, because he earned his Colin as far as I'm concerned in that game. A uh, huge effort. I. Just such a standout recently, and I like him more and more. But I think without him, not to knock Michael Bradley actually having a decent game, uh, but I think without Warner's play, they they would have lost instead of getting the point. All right, uh, low light of the match. The whole match? I'll go on, and I'll say uh, breathing. See, when you hurt <laughs> yourself like that, you know, you, you get a sore arm, sore ribs, Duncan's trying to tell Sanchez jokes that's trying to make me laugh. It hurts like a bastard. So, uh, Lola and match was pain. Thank you. Sanchez! Hey, jokes, come on. Kristen's dad sending a goatsy pic? That was good. Oh, okay, that Go was on. pretty good. Yeah. That was gross. Uh, for me, it was yet it another... It happened. Really? Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, it's frightening. 
For me, it was uh, yet another NyQuil Presents. Welcome to the second half performance by TFC. Uh, coming out and looking ridiculously shocked by the easy poach by Didier Dragba, a.k.a. Derramatix, a.k.a. Effeminate Predator. But yeah, they just... There was a lot of looking around and looking dumb on that goal. Yeah, there was. All right, well... Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, again, there's no, like, one obvious low light, but uh, Asario out on the right, it's like, we haven't quite figured out exactly how to fully put our midfield together, really, you know. Uh, I think all three of those, like, Warner, Bradley, and Asario would work better in the middle, but how do we get all three in the middle? I think, you know, Asario's not out good out on the wing. Not at all. No. Uh, my little late actually is, well, Mark Bloom's injury. Well, yeah. yeah. I, that's kind of a low moment in the game to mm -hmm. me. Uh, you know, he's been really solid at right back for most of the season. We've come to sort of rely on him and appreciate his play. Defense's losses are mounting again, and they're going to possibly start to hurt the team. We'll see. I guess but that's I a bummer. Yeah. That seemed kind of, mm -hmm. you know, I was kind of down for a bit after that. Mm -hmm. Plus, you know, won't someone think of the baby? How's Mark going to provide? Like I, don't think, I don't think I they don't dock his salary. I don't know. You never know. It is MLSC. Although, really, if they dock six weeks' salary of Mark Bloom, what's that, like 38 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, eight minutes to phone. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, matches against Vancouver are almost always crazy. All sorts of weird shit happens. Uh, this time, multiple injuries. So, what will happen the next time they play? Um, a, you know, obviously at the World Cup we had water breaks. This one will see the, the first ever drug smoking, injecting, whatever, break. Uh, yeah. Bring Rob Ford. Rob Ford was there for the Vancouver oh, game. Bring him true. out to smoke some crack and, uh, you know, good times for he everyone can concerned. the whole thing. Yeah. Fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the match will actually be delayed when Carl Robinson's strange hairline and his eyebrows finally meet causing a tectonic shift in the Earth's plates and creating a tsunami off of Vancouver Island. Hmm. Well then. Poor Victoria. Very, <laughs> very... <laughs> lots of symmetry going on in Mr. Robinson. Love our video podcast, yes, how this works. Yes, yes. <laughs> what you can't see at home, folks, are hand gestures. Also, 80s superstar Denise Williams has entered the room. <laughs> Let's hear. Let's yeah. yeah. hear for her. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mark. Yeah, um, I, I didn't go for anything as 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 well obvious <laughs> as as your ah, Well then. Um, Sorry. I I kind of kept it to I don't know. Shit. Sanchez. Get on the field and uh, someone's gonna take a shit Sanchez. on the field. <laughs> that would be awesome. That well, would they, be they do. That's also a better answer than what I've got. Mark I put down Nash. 17 goal thriller. Bendix suffers from mental collapse after conceding eight in a victory. Stays on pitch <laughs> until well after midnight, reaching for phantom balls in the back of the net. So, uh, yeah, I think that would probably be the next what the fuck moment in the history of this quote-unquote rivalry. Kristen? Well, I, I went a little, a little more far afield, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I went, in fact... Back in the past a little bit, I've got the Reds versus the Caps in a West Side Story-esque dance rumble in the parking lot. Ooh. Uh, when you're a Red, you're a Red all the way, from your first promo piece till they trade you away. That's like three weeks. Nice. Exactly. Nice. Stupid hair contest. Who won? Really, there is only one winner, but... Oh, well... Dominic Cordero. No. No. Eric Hurtado. Oh my god, we never have consent. I love this. Oh, I, this I put second, second place for Aduro. But I think we can all agree that the winner without question was the Vancouver Whitecaps. <laughs> There's a lot of teams. The team is a whole by, 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 uh... Uh, I did take Eric Hurtado because I said he looked like the love child of Rufio from Hook and Wesley Snipes in Demolition Man. Mm, nice. Interesting. Wow. Mm -hmm. I can actually sadly wow. really visualize that I mean, I know that's pretty that vague, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. That sounds like research. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you paid attention. Rufio! <laughs> I feel like you were, you were setting this whole question up for Zolt to say Russell Tyler. Oh, absolutely. I just always okay. assume it's Russell Tyler because his hair is horrible. Generally. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's always... Yeah. I, I have. Russell Tyler always wins that contest. Really not. Yeah, yeah There's so much so to choose from. It's a cornucopia. It's true. Which will be proven when Didier, uh, not Didier Drogba, which will be proven when Dominic Aduro puts a 
piece of corn on the side of his head <laughs> instead of pizza. I'm expecting around Canadian Thanksgiving. Oh, that's nice. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. that'd be good. Drumsticks to accentuate? Corn and then... Sure. Yeah. Yeah, a whole turkey on top. There you go. <laughs> All right. Caldwell Arms, gaming, 16 words. Dropping two big points at home to those Lululemon-wearing pot-smoking hippies just ain't right. 16! <laughs> Look at you, you're so well happy. <laughs> I got uh, hard to focus, hard to breathe, wiped out, bruised ribbed, glad I could survive the night. See? You see where my, see yeah, where my focus is? I do, is I see where... Selfish. Uh, Vancouver rollovers. Uh, a tie's about right. Was that really a penalty? Bros everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Succinct. Uh, Mark Bloom is broken. Jackson is two. Defoe scores another. I guess a point will do. Ooh, he rhymes. Yeah, yeah, for poetry. Uh, I thought oh, you were doing poetry. Oh, no, that's fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I wrote that this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> See, who says you can't be productive on your lunch breaks? Oh, no, that was during the meeting. <laughs> that was on my See, phone. who says you can't be productive during the meeting? <laughs> In the grandest of grand, non-pandering, slightly questionable Toronto FC traditions, few can outclass the ethnic accent competition. As it seems that the British Isles are the only place from where you can mock an accent without being referred to as mildly racist, Toronto's premier, oldie-timey faux British pub, the Caldwell Arms, is proud to host the VMP Accent Competition, with the winner receiving an exclusive TFC wacky-waving inflatable tube man. Our first contestant... Attempting the accent of England is waking the Reds' managing editor and self-proclaimed actual English person, Duncan Fletcher. Duncan, give it your best shot. As an actual Englishman from actual England, I can appreciate the fine crafted ales and somewhat authentic old English atmosphere at Caldwell Arms Public House. It's not quite my native Yorkshire, there's no stuffed killed birds in window, and temperature in toilets is way too comfortable, but uh, it's pretty good. For Toronto. Uh, for fine hills and wild flails, my locals often the Caldwell Arms. Cheers. It doesn't even sound real. <laughs> Good efforts, chum. Join us later in the show for our next contestant. Nailed it. There's no need to keep going. So in our second match of the week, TFC went down to Texas to play one of the worst teams in MLS at the moment, and all they managed was a draw? Really, I guess given the heat, injuries, and a team that was only partially clicking, this is an okay result. We'll always take points on the road. But did Toronto miss yet another chance to move up the table? Time for us to look at the highlight and low light of the match, or Kristen gets to say mean things about Bradley Orr again. <laughs> How time flies. Has <laughs> it been, it's been, been so a week? Yeah. <laughs> Highlights of the match, gentlemen? Um, can't get away from the, that first goal. Just, you know, kill. So it's uh, very nice. Uh, I thought for the uh, for a while they had completely... For goodness. Because uh, his first touch was just horrible. But Houston's defense is just so bad that they gave him that much room that he could afford to lose control by about two yards and still catch up to the ball. Um, but a really nice finish once he got there. And a uh, you know, big emotional celebration and everything. And, you know, good for you, Gil. Good for you. I have a slightly odd reason for picking my highlight of the night. My highlight is actually Dominic Aduro's equalizer in the first half extra time. Uh, in real life, it looked like Aduro was checking out the concourse at BBVA Stadium for a pizza stand, <laughs> while Luke Moore's excellent cross just happened to hit him. However, <laughs> however, this is true, according to Ghanaian football website ghanasoccernet.com, it was described as so. Dominic Aduro Wonderstrike earns Toronto FC a point. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't buy that kind of international street cred, DFC. In seriousness, it was a uh, honorable mention on the man of the match for Luke Moore for me, or his play in general. Sure. Yes, yep. his probably his best at TFC, but because of GhanaSoccerNet.com, <laughs> I was forced to take that as my highlight. Mm. Wonder strike somewhere <laughs> off of his midsection. <laughs> Is it a case of I wonder how they got that strike? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a good one too. Um, my highlight of the match. Uh, uh, it didn't so much happen in the game. It actually happened on the uh, the internets, um, and it's in response to an earlier tweet 
from from my colleague Kristen, who suggested that um, I was good dance. Brad Davis. She said actually the quote was Mark good dance. King Brad Davis. Um, I'd love, I'm pleased to announce that uh, highlight. I wasn't good dance. King Brad Davis <laughs> as I was nowhere near Houston. So, uh, but they do, do, do you have witnesses? Yeah, that's you, a good point. I'll say is. I, Mary can attest to um, this. Yeah, or, I, I've got I've got at least two or three witnesses. No really? pick, no pick, no proof. Yeah, really. Yeah. Notarized documents. Well, the tests haven't come back yet, so um, I'm pretty sure I'm clean. Uh, yeah, so that's, cat was there check in for orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been scrubbing daily. <laughs> Your highlight? Uh, my highlight is also uh, Gil's goal. Uh, just. It was a really lovely goal, and it was great to see him get it. The emotional celebration was a little Julio Cesar-esque, or a lot. I, I, for a minute, thought he was going to completely collapse to the ground and just, you know, curl up into a little ball and saw. But he's passionate. He's excited. It was great to see him uh, get another one. And from, you know, not from a set piece, and he didn't have to fight anyone off to do it. So that was good. Low lights. Gentlemen, I, I kind of felt that uh, them only getting a draw was kind of a tragedy. Um, I really felt that they they were running it uh, most of the match, and I don't know. I felt that three points was more than more than a realistic outcome. Houston certainly didn't deserve a draw, but it's the way it happened. That's you know that's unfortunate. My low light all came out of uh, Jermaine Defoe's second half substitution. First, the fact that he wasn't played to begin with. Then the fact that they took Gilberto out for him and yeah. instead of going for a fourth. This comes off of Mark's comment. Going for it with a, a fourth or three, possibly. And then Defoe's lack of um, Anything? composure when he came mm -hmm. in. Uh, the conspiracy theories of why he wanted his yellow card you know, were out there, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if I buy into that so much. But, if, you know, if... if uh, Big defenders in the league start seeing that they can bait Jermaine Defoe by giving him a bit of a nudge. That that's uh, long. Will that continue? Although, if I just before we move on, that's the first time he's really gotten that angry yeah. about that. Because yeah. usually, because yeah. did we not com you know, complimented him recently about the fact that he does fend them off and yeah. shoulders them off. So maybe he was just it was, tired of it. It was maybe, hot. But I don't know. If he had just come Played, in. It was all pretty much in his first ten minutes of coming off the bench. It was. It was. It has to be something had to have been said between the two of them. Like it wasn't. It wasn't just. A but it was two different guys. No, but why else would he would you snap like that so early in the match? Like, like yeah, okay, it was it was a crappy you know tackle, and I could that's a reason to be a little upset. But you know to go, which was comical. Nose to chest. Yes. Um, <laughs> Nose to horse. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, he, he looked straight into his clavicle and said, <laughs> I, like, that, there had to be more to it than just, you know, a shirt tug and, 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 a, and a foul. Like, I don't know. It just, it seemed like a really overblown reaction. Maybe he said something about his mother. Maybe. How do you, how do you not get, how did the horse not get? Exactly. At least one yellow. Yeah, I yeah. think it that should was, be two reds. Stupid, yeah, yeah. I mean, just to shove Defoe like that, so that's a red card. He does it again. That's a red card. I, no. I, and then for he doesn't get anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it just yeah. nonsense. Head to horse. Mm. Um, my low light. I am also going to avoid the obvious one. I'll uh, leave that for you, Kristen. Um, <laughs> again, much like Tony, it's yeah. When we brought Jermaine Defoe, and it seemed like throughout the first half and the first half of the second half. When it was Gill and Moore, they were, I don't know, they were playing better. There was like possession. They were trying to work it like, through the midfield and all that sort of thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, they bring Defoe on and it's like all of a sudden, hey, well, we're just going to hit long balls. And they weren't even smart long balls like, over the defense that he could run onto. They were long balls just right into the defense that the defense could head out. And yeah, it's just like we, we gave up trying to play and all of a sudden, all right, well, Defoe's out there. Let's just throw long balls at him. And... Yeah, why? It's a little bit like when Bradley returned. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, reliance. Oh, the star's back. here. Yeah. Let the yeah. star do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whereas yeah. team full of capable mm -hmm. players to do it just as well. Yeah. Uh, of course, my low light is right as a lot of these things are, and absolutely they were not good signs. Uh, Bradley. For goodness. Or seriously, what the hell was that? 
You're supposed to be pro. It was a sweet touch is what it was. Good dance. It was horrible. It was so frightening. Everyone talks about his solid play and he can play everywhere and we're so lucky to have him on the team. And I've been nice to you, Bradley Orr. Uh, but communicate with your keeper. What the hell? Sorry, I'm still very angry about the whole thing. That's what okay. a layoff. Oh, he must have gotten oh six. Oh my god, the <laughs> dummy. Does any anger of this get uh, directed towards Joe Bendick at all? Or just oh, for sure. Straight up Bradley Orr. Oh, no, no. Bendick is also in there. Oh, but... I didn't hear his name when you ranted no, on no. Bradley oh, I, think it was I think it was in between the Bradley and the there was a small Bradley Jovenic. Goddamn him. Anyway, not happy. Mm. Not happy, Bradley Orr. And Jovenic. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so with uh, Old Gill's second goal of the season, ooh, uh, Wolf no longer at Old Gill's door. What animal is? It's still a wolf. It's still a wolf? Yeah, is I mean, it a the, baby wolf? No, the, the, the wolf <laughs> is maybe a little more circumspect now. Basically, Jobedo's fired a, like an air gun pellet above its head. It's kind of scared it a little. But it's not like he's barbecuing wolf steak. Or the wolf is on the sidewalk. <laughs> the, wolf, the wolf's like 10 yards further back. <laughs> not really sure what's going on right now. But it's still outside the door. <laughs> I said it was he. It's more of uh, some kind of badger. Hmm. Uh, Badger's it, still frightened. It snarls. It gets angry. Badger, badger, badger. It has some attack to it, but it disappears for long periods of time. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I'm gonna say it's uh, it's actually the uh, rufous-bellied thrush or the Ooh. sabia laranjea, which is the national bird of Brazil. Oh. <laughs> You know, I figure we're going to... It, it's turn. I, I'm, I'm going to declare after two goals, it's turn. It's turn positive. Wow. Wolf and, stakes. Wow. And, <laughs> wolf stakes are on. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and it's also appropriate due to the reddish breast because he plays for our beloved Robins. Ah. Ah. Show up Toronto FC. Yeah. Those so, are cool. There you go. Tied in. Uh, I said a ferret. Interesting. Yes. Well, you, you think they're all cute and cuddly mm -hmm. until you tick them off, and then wham, they take the ball and they go home, or they bite you, whichever, but a ferret. Hmm. That was my choice. I was trying to think of the ferret as cuddly. Cute? Really? Sure. They're adorable. No, they're not. They're just... They're long stupid. hot dog rodents. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. You didn't go... Well, anyway. I had a weird high school, but anyway. <laughs> go ferrets! <laughs> Actually, we were with the Rams. Lakeside but... ferrets! Go, go, go! <laughs> Get in their pants and bite, bite, bite! <laughs> uh, Caldwell Arms game in 16 words, gentlemen. Like Garfield, high on cocaine, playing ball with Odie for 90 minutes. Unpredictable, violent, and orange. <laughs> 60! That's strong. That's strong. Marcus. Uh, when Toronto figures out the game starts not 30 minutes in, they will run the table. <laughs> Said with force and anger. <laughs> Getting tired of this. Sanchez. <laughs> That's true, though. Uh, so the, the halftime naps have turned into pregame naps. It's starting to make sense why, why all the hipsters decide to show up late. It's like, well, if the game's not really starting, Good I'll point. go get my three beers. Good point. Drink one, you know. Good point. Um, okay. Sloppy at the back. Bring back Caldwell. Uh, when we tried to play, we looked good. Gilo! <laughs> <laughs> it's like performance Fifteen art. and a yes. kill. <laughs> 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 nice. Alright. Uh, Bradley Orr messes up. Old Gil scores a beauty. We'll take a point in the heat. Welcome back. Next up in the Caldwell Arms accent competition, and attempting to beat Duncan Fletcher's passable English accent, writer and graphic artist from the Yorkies, Mark Hinckley and his finest Scottish brogue. Mark. Up your kill, you wee beasties! The Caldwell Arms reminds me of coming across a mossy stone cottage after hunting Nessie and the other Hebrides. If you need the wind put back in your bagpipes, the Coldwell Arms is your home away from home. If it's not the Coldwell Arms, it's crap! I'll stick it up your ass! 
Wow, that is some outstanding work. It's like being back on the streets of Edinburgh. We'll be back later with our third contestant. Get the fucking TFC wasn't the only team that had a ton of games to play last week. Looking at the schedule was enough to make your head spin. However, here to give you the Coles Notes version of MLS last week is Duncan with wins and losses. Duncan? Thank you, Kristen. Uh, the biggest news this last week is I was generally off the pitch. So transfer season gets fully underway with the, the World Cup out of the way now. The big names are Javi and noted 9-11 sympathizer Frank Lampard, apparently going to New York City. <laughs> Still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> what about number he'll wear? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, oh, that is fantastic. <laughs> Meanwhile, Orlando are set to bring in Robinho to play Ooh. with Kaka, if rumors are true. Ooh and ah. I did actually have ooh in the uh, in my notes. Yeah. Uh, beyond the stereotypical retirement league signings, though, there's also the return of Demarcus Beasley. And, Everyone wondering just exactly how MLS will subvert its own rules to <laughs> make sure he ends up where he wants. But uh, the really big news was Graham Zussi and Matt Baszler re-signing with Spot in Kansas City rather than exploring options overseas. Uh, more on that later, but definitely good news for the league to be able to retain some of its best players. Mm. Uh, also, Las Vegas is apparently now being discussed as a potential future expansion site. Ridiculous. We need to have a list of ongoing cities that are that rumored, because that's... Yeah, mm. it gets more and more absurd. Yes. Um, on the pitch, to some actual action, we'll start with checking in with the, the big winning streak, which is now sadly over, as Chivas lost 3-1 to DC United. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Their, their one goal saw Cubo Torres take the stutter-step penalty to new extremes as he stopped a couple of steps into his run-up to do some Gilberto-like running on the spot that actually saw him go backwards for a while <laughs> before finally going forward and then scoring. Was it windy? You would think so. Yes. But not apparently MLS. not in MLS. Yeah. No. Every, uh, everything, everything's legal. Everything in the referee's rule book in MLS ends in the word maybe. <laughs> if All you like. on cocktail napkins. It's up to you. Yeah. 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 If you want. If, if, if they're already 3 nil up, just, just let just it Just let him have it. Fine. Come on. Yeah. He's cute. Just, you know. It's Chivas. Aww. Chivas rules. Anyway, Chivas fall back down to 8 in the West, while uh, DC remain in 2nd. Uh, now they have an 8-point lead over 3rd place TFC. Um, the big losing streak does keep on going, though, because New England lost twice. Last week. Unreal. 5 uh, 1 to LA and 2 0 to Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas to bring their streak to seven games. Uh, not to worry though, seven game losing streak, they're still in a playoff spot. Of course, why not? Yeah, for the Eastern Conference. Uh, Dallas, meanwhile, are now all of a sudden up to second in the West with uh, a five game unbeaten streak going forward. Ooh. Tragic. Yeah. Uh, dodgy refereeing decision and quotes of the week uh, come from the Chicago game where a very harsh handball penalty was given against Chicago's Gonzalo Segaris. Here's Frank Yallop. I just saw it. One of the worst calls I've ever seen, to be honest. His arm was against his body. It hits Gonzo in the arm on his chest, not away from his body. I just don't understand how he can call that. I really don't. Segaris sounds like he's more understanding, but really he isn't. <laughs> We all make mistakes, and today the referee made one. We're all humans, he said, following it up with, I don't need to see a replay to know that's not a PK. Hopefully the referee union will look at it and there'll be a suspension for the ref and we'll move on. Humanity. <laughs> <laughs> We're all humans, but suspend him. Dare to dream. Did he, did he follow so, it up so, with... Some are more human. Did he follow yeah. it up with hashtag inhumane? <laughs> the tweeted version he did. Nice. Yes. Um, other results, Montreal lost again uh, against Columbus this time. They remain firmly at the bottom of the league. Let's roll around in some schadenfreude via uh, cherry-picked quotes from Patrice Bernier, first of all. Uh, it's a repeat of what's already been said in the last few weeks. I'm crushed. Our window of opportunity keeps getting smaller and smaller. We have to get results. You've seen our season. You've seen the last few games. It's crushing. It's one of those seasons. We have to get results. There's a short window left for us to believe that something can be done. With that, you start thinking of next year. There's a short window of games. 
The good fortune is we have a few games this week, but we have to get results. He didn't say all of that in one. He likes Windows. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And here's Heath Pierce. I'm at a loss for words. We have to find a way to keep going, whether it's going our way or not. It feels like we've been swimming against the current since the start of the season. It's a really tough time. That's, Mark Hinkley. That's garbage. If he's going to say it's a loss for words, it should be the end of the <laughs> I'm not lost for words, but here's some. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, well, look, I found some on the ground. Yes. Well, why did they fire Schadenfreude? He got them into the playoffs last year anyway. <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, so, yeah, uh, fun times in Montreal. They haven't quite reached uh, TFC 2012 levels of sad interviews quite yet, but uh, they're on the way. Voyager's Cup or no Voyager's Cup, Frank Lopez remains the obvious choice as runner-up to Jeff Hackworth in the sack race. And uh, that would be your MLS wins and losses this week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. <laughs> Blanks, the VMP crew's favorite hashtag game, and yours, of course. Last week's bitchy blank was the TFC players all have fancy new three piece suits, but they really should have ordered custom made blank. So we had a plethora of responses. Thank you all very much for playing along. But the clear winner was Dwayne Rollins at 24th minute on the Twitters. TFC really should have ordered custom made diapers to wear in the final minutes. Hashtag Tobias time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. The last five minutes of this TFC game are brought to you by Depends. Will we win? Depends! Depends. <laughs> Fantastic. Hooray. Gentlemen, what did you have for this? <clears throat> I had luggage. This is still TFC after all, and anyone can be packing their bags at the drop of a hat. <laughs> I put... They should have ordered... They should have ordered custom-made... Prenuptials from their legal sponsors. I mean, how else are they going to protect their custom-made Kias once the separation begins? Once their significant others leave, they'll be eating all the custom-made pizza, pizza, pizzas, and, and custom-made Budweiser's, while their custom-made banks provide them custom-made offshore accounts in the Cayman Islands. Duncan. Right. I went with they should have ordered custom-made straight jackets. Uh, one of them is for Stephen Caldwell to keep his arms by his side. And <laughs> nice. The rest of the team needs them because they're trying to emulate a proper club like Arsenal where everyone has to wear the same sleeve type as the captain. So the whole team's in straight jackets. <laughs> I approve this message. <laughs> uh, I just went they should have ordered custom-made blankies for everyone. It's their own little monogram and, you know, little their little name stitched on it for them to curl up. It used to be during uh, halftime, but now it's for pregame because apparently Nelly has switched the milk and cookies to right before they go out on the pitch. So they all need their blankies to curl up with. That's nice. The, the dressing room looks like it'll be a kind of not really... Cold yeah, and unforgiving yeah. place and they need Unwelcoming. something warm and cozy. Yes. Yeah. 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 They're mm-hmm. cocooning. Mm. <laughs> All right, uh, this week's bitchy blank. Uh, TFC friendlies used to be called the Carlsberg Cup. Now they should be called blank. Please send your replies to us on the Twitters at Vocal Minority Pod, no A in the vocal, or in the comments on our website, vocalminoritypodcast.blogspot.ca, or in the comments over at Waking the Red when we post it there. Uh, but please do. Play often, send lots of responses. Again, as I always say, I need something to do, and uh, I'm on Twitter a lot, so please send them on Twitter. And that is all for today. Thank you for playing along. 
Our third challenger today in the Caldwell Arms Accent Contest is the Yorkies managing editor Tony Walsh, who despite being English has a last name that sounds like Welsh, so he will attempt to do his best Welsh accent. Go Tony! Oh, how I long for a leak, when I'm not playing rugby down in the coal mine, or singing the tunes of Tom Jones down the streets of Aberystwyth, I like to hit the pub like a young Anthony Hopkins out on the lash. For me, the only pub in the village is the Caldwell Arms. Gareth Bale, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Astonishing! Are we in Cardiff? That's two amazing entries so far. Join us later for our final contestant. So this week, our Reds face the most American of teams, straight from the heartland and with Jacob Peterson riding a bald eagle while waving old glory. We are, of course, talking about the Eastern Conference leader, Sporting KC. And here to tell us all about them is Duncan. Thank you, Kristen. Yes, uh, Sporting Kansas City. MLS Cup champs, once again doing very well. Currently first in the East with 35 points from 20 games. Uh, TFC have already played them once this season, getting a 2-2 tie thanks to an injury time goal from everybody's favourite hero, Bradley Orr. Uh, it's, uh, this this will definitely be a different set of sports than last time around. Back then, they were in the middle of a five-game winless streak and a huge injury-slash-international call-up crisis uh, at the back. And TFC kind of took advantage, sneaking a point. Uh, this time, they've got a lot of players back and are unbeaten in five since the World Cup break, uh, winning their last three games all by 2-1 scorelines. Um, but all of that is uh, it's just small potatoes, though, compared to their big recent news as they're now fully on the path to being one of the greatest clubs in the world. Uh, after the World Cup, there's lots of talk of Matt Beasley moving overseas and, I guess, Graham Zussi, too. Don't know. Yeah, why not? Uh, but instead, you know, they, uh, the, the super friends, they got together, talked about it, decided to stick together on new DP contracts until 2018. Wow. Here's club president Rob Heinemann. This club has a desire to be one of the greatest in the world. No. I think right now we're the greatest in MLS. Yeah. Frankly, I think there's no question that we're the greatest in MLS. No. And we're going to do everything that we can to try to continue to advance the vision of the club over time. Well then. Did, did yes. he have any responsibility of them playing at the T-Bones Park a couple years ago? Because <laughs> greatest is a long stretch. That, that was the Wizards. Yeah, yeah, with those two still sticking around, they are very close to full strength. Most of their defence uh, is now fit. Their goalie, Eric Kronberg, is out, replaced by Andy Grunenbaum. Uh, that defence will more than likely have uh, <laughs> Beasler and Aurelian Kalan in the middle, so oh. very strong in the air. And Seth Sinovich and famous vomiter Igor Juliano. <laughs> On the outside, uh, midfield, more than likely this is Lawrence Olam doing the hard work with Graeme Zussi and Benny Failheiber bringing the fancy. I don't want to play these guys. <laughs> I know. Uh, up front, Don Dwyer is the man to watch. He scored twice against Toronto back in May and has 14 of their 29 league goals. Oh, so For goodness! Why do they keep finding these people? Mm. Seriously. Kai Kamara, he's nothing special, doing well. Anymore. Dom Dwyer, he's nothing special, doing well. Um, there's a few different players that could join him. Uh, going by the last few games, there's been Sonny Saad, CJ Sapong, Jacob Peterson and Antonio Davali. They've all seen time up front, so who knows who's really going to be uh, with him. Um, there's been a lot of stability to the club the last few years. Like Pete Infamese has been there for ages, so you know what to expect, really. They like to press the ball, put pressure on the defence, so... Uh, mistakes will have to be kept to a premium. Uh, it might be best for Bendik to go back to the long ball option rather than try and uh, get fancy. I He's never left it! As fancy <laughs> as Bendik can get. Um, they're a very physical team as well, so expect uh, lots of fouling to disrupt mm. any TFC attempts at playing possession you know, if we do actually manage to get it out of the back as far as midfield. Uh, when they do have the ball, well, it's uh, a direct but controlled counter-attack is their primary weapon with the Three-man attack, there's always plenty of options to catch the opposition unaware. Uh, if the defence is already set, they can just pass it around patiently to wait for an opening as well. And on top of all that, there's uh, set pieces. Zussi now holds the record for most corner kicks taken as a Kansas player. Overtaking... Mo Johnston! Oh my god! No! Pracky! Yes! <laughs> They're overtaking Pracky. Damn 
And, the uh, other one. <laughs> Always go with Precky. Douche Duncan's number two. asking. Always go with Precky. <laughs> Douche the lesser, as I know. <laughs> Douche the lesser. Uh, there are plenty of threats for him to aim corners and free kicks at. And uh, Matt Beastler also puts in a mean long throw, so throw-ins will be no relief either. Um, so yeah, greatest NMLS? Yeah, probably not. But uh, no question, they're a very dangerous team. Uh, it's going to be a, a tough game. Win three in a row, and I'll give you the greatest title because it's an easy title to grab. They, right they now. have they won, three, won in a row. three in a row. No titles. Ah, oh. uh, <laughs> like games. Cups. I was going to say that's a low bar. Come on, man. That's a low bar. If that's the case, Chiefs are like the champions of the galaxy. Good right point. Now. Yes. So, okay then, who is currently greatest team in MLS? All time. All time. No, no, currently. no currently. currently. Hence the word currently. Currently. Oh, currently? oh mm. man. Greatest what, team in MLS right now. Uh, Honestly, Seattle invented the sport. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Ugh, wow, it's so hard to pick a, a greatest in the league with so much parity. I, yeah, I give a nod to RSL. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't exclude them from the argument. Let's put it this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely a question. Yeah, it's, it's not, not. It's not without question. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. there is no giant yeah, of this yes. league. They're never. Yeah, has you're been. not allowed to. Well, DC early. Great, greatest, yeah, greatest all time. Yeah, greatest of all time. DC still DC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, everyone's about two titles shy of getting that from them. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Fair enough. Although it's been a long time. It's been a long time. The way they're playing right now, they might add to the league. Also, thanks for bringing up Julio. Julia. Oh, I meant thanks for bringing yeah. up Julia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Punish>. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, that's your uh, scouting report of Sporting Kansas City. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. Sorry, I wish I hadn't asked, though. Uh, well, that does lead into our, our first question. Uh, so, TFC's toughest opponent in some time, perhaps most of the season, really. Uh, we're missing three starters. From 1 to 10, what's your stress level for this game? Um. If, if we're looking at like stress as oh my god oh my god I don't think we're gonna win stress well then yeah, yeah whatever um, I go with an eight <laughs> I, I you know I don't think we're gonna do well in this game I, no. uh, my stress level is at a mediocre four for this one intriguing uh, not because I think we are, have a win lined up it's because even though it's important to grab the points with those tasty tasty games in hand uh, it's a no lose spin situation for TFC. If they win, they look ready to march into playoffs. They're announcing their presence on the MLS stage. We've knocked Sporting Kansas, the great team, off their perch. If they lose, they're in the busiest part of their schedule. They've just come off a needless friendly, fatigue, injury, etc. People are going to forgive them unless it's a blowout. Kansas uh, also coming off a uh, pointless friendly. They're playing Man City on Wednesday. Pointlessly. But they're Kansas. We went True. over that they're the greatest team of all time. Questionably. <laughs> Arguably. Marcus? I'm at a 7 or an 8. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be bowling shoe ugly. To steal a Ooh. line from a great wow. wrestling commentator. Um, if Toronto skates with the draw, I think it's actually a win. It's kind of one of those situations. And if they win, they, uh, they, they've won Champions League. <laughs> Science, not, not the Concacaf one, <laughs> <laughs> the real one. The, the, the real one. <laughs> yeah, I had a seven, seven or eight as well. Home match or no, uh, this one's gonna hurt. I don't see a way that it doesn't. If it doesn't, yeah, if they escape with a point, I may be delirious with joy from that. If they win, I will just fall over in shock. I'm sure, but. I just don't see Toronto as being organized enough the last couple games to be able to sustain a team like uh, like Kansas City right now. That's just me. High yeah, hopes. High uh, <laughs> hopes. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the, the sloppiness that we saw against Houston, that yeah. Kansas would kill that, oh, and yeah. Kansas is not going to give us the sloppiness that Houston gave us. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, so everyone's uh, favorite XTFC player, uh, most many of us are still blocked by him, uh, Jacob mm-hmm. Peterson, potentially coming to town. However, we all know how he feels about Canada. So, how will Jacob Peterson injure himself this week in training, or away from training, so that he doesn't have to make the trip north? Duncan. Toxic shock. <laughs> <laughs> the party. 
I'm out. I need to squeeze. Okay, sorry. I want to go first. I'm not sure I want to go first. Fuck me. I thought mine was really good. I'm not best. He's gonna have painted every little bit of his body. Oh! Red, white, and, and blue, including his face. He's gonna have dyed his hair. Red, white, and blue, all that. And then all the paint and everything will give him a toxic shock. Yeah, that's oh. absolutely what you meant. Oh, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> you, you wanna follow that? <laughs> Jacob Peterson is apparently out four to five days with minor burns after trying to shoot a good old-fashioned American grade-A hot dog at Russia using fireworks and a Smith & Wesson. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm going to say that uh, he, uh, he injures himself after uh, a slipped disc from wiping out and all the loose ammunition scattered on the floor of his cabin in the woods. <laughs> now, you'll be happy to know that the automatic assault rifles have all been given their thrice-per-week cleaning and were locked away. Second Amendment! Second Amendment! Second Amendment! Woo! Uh, and he was setting up patriotic fireworks displays along the border so that Canadians could see what true patriotism was all about. Mm. Uh, but he singed an eyebrow. And I'm sorry, there's no magic spray for a singed eyebrow. Mm. So he just can't make That's it. That's a fair point. Our final contestant today on the Caldwell Arms Accent Competition is representing the Emerald Isles of Ireland. Please welcome Waking the Red Rider, Kristen Knowles, who has absolutely no Irish in her, but will give it her best shot. Go, Kristen! LDD potato. When I'm not kissing the Blarney Stone with my trusty four-leaf clover on a brisk St. Patrick's Day morn, I can be found at the Caldwell Arms, where it's always a crack. You don't need the luck of the Irish to find this pot of gold. Cormac McCarthy. Top of the morning! That was something. Yeah, I what a competition. Mm. Wow. I am looking forward to my wacky, waving, inflatable tube, man, I've got to say. I think you're daft. Let's check ye oldie British ballot box for the results of the Caldwell Arms accent competition. In fourth place, we have Duncan with his attempt at sounding English. That's all right. That yeah. sounds good. Yeah, 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 I, I, feel like I, I think that's Bollocks. I think that's that, that this... No. I just, Bollocks. Dude, Dude where was, where's thing. the authenticity? Really? So far. You didn't say chimney nor governor. Oh. Tied for a second are the amazing Bullshit. Mark and Tony. Not bad. Yeah, well done. That's pretty good. No, good, good job. job. Good job. Wait. Wait a minute. And that means the winner of the Caldwell Arms accent competition and winner of the exclusive TFC Wacky Waving Inflatable Two Men is Krista Knowles. Oh, oh my God. I can't thank you enough for this honor. I just, this is, I've never won such a prestigious award. I'd like to thank my fans. Well, you really had to beat that Scottish and Welsh one. Those were good. They were really, really good. Really good. <laughs> I just don't want to say I love you guys. Do you need a tiny towel? I Well, folks, that's it for us here at the Vocal Minority Podcast. Uh, tune in next week when we spend the entire podcast talking about the wonder that was watching Tottenham play. With a few minutes thrown in for the uh, Sporting KC match and our preview of the vital away match to DC United. That's right. I said vital. Uh, our panel, again, is the grumpy old man himself, found on the interwebs at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Goodbye. He is the giddy schoolboy of our little gang and found on the Twitters at the Yorkies1812, Mr. Tony Walsh. Come on, you spores. He's our music maestro and found on the web at Ignortalk, I-G-N-I-R-T-O-Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Base into space means peace, don't debate it. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's the hip-hop, you wouldn't have known It is the hip-hop. The kids today. The hips and the hops. Not played in the three terms. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't make it down to proper, deep, authentic England. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I am the voice of reason of this little podcast, found at KZ Knowles on the net. Uh, thanks again for listening, and until next time, Toronto, get used to it.
Fagundes. Let's hear it for bad news, Colin. <laughs> Let's hear it for the boy. Mm. Oh no, not he's, for these references again. Fingerless leather gloves. Nice. Let's hear it for my No, baby. bad news, Brown. Oh. Wrestling. Oh, see, I was going with the yeah, pop song. Yeah, that's what I thought you were doing too. Oh, yeah. What was her name? Uh, Irene Cara. That was not Irene Cara. Denise Williams. No, Denise, Denise Williams. Williams. <laughs> Why do you know <laughs> well that? Done, Actually, sorry. I would have been surprised had you not known that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's Tony, you won Mark Noah. Well, hey, I came up with the song, all right? So I'm going to go with Denise Williams. <laughs> we have to admit one mm. thing before we end this. Yes. As bad as this match could be, it sure beats the hell out of paying to go see Inter Milan Olympiacos the night later. <laughs> hell yes. AC Milan. Damn it. God, we need video. Yes. We really you should see what Denise Williams is doing right now. It is hilarious. Her wolf impression. Spot on. So good. Yeah. Sorry, Denise. You're not a one-hit wonder. Oh. What's that? That's quite the welcome. Oh, this production assistant. <laughs> you again? This was, the, this was the most dramatic part of the show. <laughs> this section of the Vocal Minority Podcast is filmed for a live studio audience. <laughs> it's Denise Williams! <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> yeah, alright. You do live here. It's alright. We oh can't be hypocrites. We're not hypocrites about this. <laughs> we couldn't make the cat meow if we paid it. Exactly. Um, Seriously. Yes. Whatever. Edit and post. <laughs> <laughs> um.